The Orioles add another top prospect to their big league roster. Who is Colton Cowser? The pterodactyl Tarek Skubal takes flight finally. Join us today where we provide you with the best must-add players heading into the All-Star break on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino, here as always with my partner in crime, my co-host, my best friend, Matthew Wynette. Yo, what's up, guys? You can find us on all social media platforms and podcasting apps. If you're listening on one like Apple or Spotify that allows five-star ratings and reviews, we would truly, truly appreciate it if you could do that for us. Also, if you're watching on YouTube and you haven't already, hit that little bell below. It subscribes you to the channel. Also, drops you a notification every time we drop a new episode. And lastly, but most importantly, subscribe to us on the subtext website where you'll get a personalized one-on-one in-depth experience with Matt and myself. It's one-on-one texting questions anytime you have them you can send them our way we'll answer them right away also you get instant alerts on prospect call-ups we talked about colton Cowser. you know if you were there you already know about it also injuries all that fun stuff you know ranking updates are coming soon and like i said you don't want to miss out on the subtext platform download the game time app Create an account and use the code Locked On MLB for twenty dollars off your first purchase. With Game Time, you get last-minute tickets and the lowest prices always guaranteed. Locked On Fantasy Baseball fans, we have a fully loaded episode for you today. As always, let us be your team secret weapon, where we provide you with the best must-add players heading into the All-Star break. And Matt, why don't you take the first one away? Matt, who is Colton Kowser? Ah, well, for starters, he's a really great prospect that I've been pretty you know, pretty much anticipating when he's going to be called. There's been a lot of questions circling when, because how well he's performing. And he finally did get the call with, you know, a wonderful 2023 campaign in the minors. 203 at-bats, 54 runs, 10 doubles, a triple, 10 bombs, 40 ribs, 7 stolen bases, 48 walks to 60 strikeouts. Great, great um, walk-to-strikeout ratio with the 330 batting average. My man really did his thing this season. I like him because he has the power upside. Last year, he had nine, um, he had about 19 home runs and 510 at-bats. Maybe he can build off that. You know, half um, a quarter way through the season this year, he has 10. So maybe if he keeps this pace up that he had in the minors and, you know, brings that over into the bigs, not this year. I don't foresee that happening, but maybe next year, the way he was hitting. He can be that 30 home run guy. We could see what he's going to do this year. I really like his upside. Um, you know, I can't really speak bad on the kid because, because all his numbers and metrics kind of look pretty nice, actually. But, you know, still have a, you know, a way a somewhat of a caution and don't expect the world from this kid because he is stepping up into the bigs, which is like, you know, going from high school to, you know, college. And it's, it's, it's a big, big difference. So, you know, the bigs are going to be a massive step forward for him, so we'll see whether he struggles or steps right into it. Uh, Colton Kowser is 
barely owned right now, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, do you have that 30%. ownership? 30%. So still out there. I mean, God, he should be at least like 40, 50, 60% owned. Um, if you have the um, the spot for him, I would 100% add Colton Kowser with that outfield eligibility. So, you know, definitely go ahead. Give Colton Kowser a nice check out. Matt, great, great take. Just going to add, you know, Colton Kowser, 6'2", 220. Uh, big baseball boy. We talk about, you know, some guys got to get into their man body. Colton Kowser's already there. Uh, great power-speed combo. But you know what? I'm not really going to say much else about Colton Kowser because, Matt, that was a great analogy. Last thing that I'll add is I just can't wait to see what that Orioles lineup looks like next year because they still they still have guys down in the minors that are, you know, going to be a big part of that team over the next three, four, five years. And uh, I just as a Yankee fan, I just, I'm just i jealous of that minor league system that Baltimore has put together. But let's move on to another young buck that's back in the bigs, and it's Joe Adele. We talked about Joe Adele a few weeks ago when, uh, you know, he got the call for what was it, like three games, was super excited about it. He just got sent right back down. But guess what? Joe Adele is back. Mike Trout, uh, you know, he officially went and got surgery. I believe he fractured his handmate bone. Matt, you want to double-check me on that? I believe that's what it was, though. Yeah, He's going to be out, yeah, four to six weeks minimum. Uh, I heard even three to eight, well, four to eight weeks. It could be even longer. So let's see what happens here. Joe Adele is going to finally get his shot to, you know, play a few games here. And if you didn't know, Joe Adele was down there, you know, one of the best home run hitters in the minors this year. 72 games in the minors for Adele this year. 269 at-bats, 59 runs, 14 doubles, 23 bombskis, 55 RBIs, 9 steals, 271 batting average. And, you know, I hate to keep saying the same thing on this podcast, but you know what? Some guys just don't adjust to the major leagues right away. It takes a little bit of time. You know, we, once again, this sounds like a broken record or anything, but you know what? We got spoiled with Acuna, Soto, and Tatis and all those guys that just came up and clicked right away. Joe Adele's still only 24 years old. He's still a young buck, and I think he's got time to figure this thing out. And my big thing is, is, you know what, maybe the Angels showcase him for, you know, a couple of weeks with that trade deadline coming up. And maybe Joe Adele goes to another team where he's literally going to play every day where he gets that shot. Because I just feel like when Trout comes back, that team is too crowded for him to really get the shine that he needs. So, you know what, Joe Adele currently is, let me check his ownership percentage too. And then I'm going to pass this thing over to my brother. 7% on Yahoo for Joe Adele. And, you know, I mean, very small sample size, but he's been uh, three for eight so far. Uh, two runs, a home run, three RBIs, 375 batting average. Joe Adele at 7% on. That needs to be – I take him over Colton Cowser right now, to be honest with you. I think Joe Adele needs to be 50%, 60% owned at this point. Yeah, I like Joe Adele, and I was actually talking to, you know, somebody over on the Diamond Club, Mr. Emmanuel, and uh, shout out to you, man, because we were talking, and he was like, yo, should I add Joe Adele for since Trout just went down? I'm like, Yo, I didn't even think of that. I'm like, yo, great point. So we got it out to the Diamond Club first. And then, you know, long and behold, what, 10 minutes later, Joe Adele got the call. You so, go. you know, Joe, you know, Simon, shout out, man. Cause you know, like I was at a party, so I really wasn't thinking that great. And uh, you know, he he, he uh, came up clutch. We were able to go ahead and um get it out to the diamond club and also was able to help me out. So thank you, bud. But uh, let's move on here. Let's talk about Mr. Chris Bryant. Uh, it's funny that we're even talking about him on a waiver wire. Yo, crazy, crazy, man! Not to cut you off, but this is wild, bro. This, this is wild. This is just wild. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get too crazy, but wild. His ownership percentage, wild. Yeah, I mean, he's falling down to 66. percent He's about six percent more than what we'd like to talk about. But if he's out there in about the 34 percent of leagues, you know, you really should scoop him up because at any point in time he could take off. I mean, we all know what Chris Bryant can do. 
So now you're talking three ninety nine, right? You didn't have to pay a draft price for him. You didn't have to go out there and acquire him via trade, even though I think you should. And you just go pick him up, see what he does after the all-star break, see if you can get some stuff right. You know, there's two weeks off, like week and a half off. It may do him justice and may get him back in the groove of things. So 100% you need to ask add Chris Bryant just based off of those facts. The upside alone is worth it. So Chris Bryant is a must-add for me. He's out there in your league. Screw everybody else that we're going to talk about tonight. Add Chris Bryant. Yeah, and just uh, real quick before I give Mike a little Chris Bryant rant, and I do have one prepared. You know, we got a nice little sponsor for you guys. Have you ever tried to buy tickets to see a favorite artist or sports team and wound up being stressed out by how much of a hassle it can be? Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. That's why you need to go check out the Game Time app. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Using the Game Time app is super rewarding with flash deals and last-minute tickets, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area, images and views from the seats you'll be sitting in, lowest price guarantee, and event cancellation protection. I mean, there's a reason why it's the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets and the lowest prices always guaranteed. And real quick, everydayers and new listeners, we've got exciting news for you regarding our podcast. Matt and I are thrilled to introduce our new campaign on the subtext website, where we'll be offering a personalized and in-depth experience just for you. By subscribing to Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the subtext website and becoming a member of the exclusive Everydayers Diamond Club, you'll gain unlimited direct access to us through one-on-one texting conversations. As part of the Diamond Club, you'll receive instant alerts and expert opinions on prospect call-ups, injuries, and detailed waiver wire recommendations. But that's not all. We'll also be promptly answering all of your fantasy baseball questions, and we are always here for you on the Diamond Club to talk about baseball whenever you want. Subscribing to our subtext service will give you a significant advantage over your, com- your competition and greatly increase your chances of winning an everydayers championship. You can find the link to subscribe in the description of this video, podcast, and on our link tree, which is available in all of our social media bios. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity. Sign up now for a free 14-day trial with Matt and I by your side. We'll help you bring home that coveted everydayers championship. Join us on subtext today. All right, guys, I'm back here. We're back talking fantasy baseball. You know, we got a lot of great names up and coming for you. Should have teased it a little bit earlier. I'm going to do it now anyway. Uh, we got that catcher from the Mets that, you know, is kind of starting to figure things out. As always, I'm, I swear I'm going to talk about the pterodactyl until he's like, like 70, 80% old because it's getting crazy at this point. And then we got a pitcher trying to make a comeback that everyone, you know, you got to have him, you know, in your head at this point because, you know what, there's – Top 15, top 20 upside potential for this pitcher. But let me do my Chris Bryant rant real, real quick. I'm going to try and keep it short, sweet, and to the point. The thing with KB is, you know, the last two years have been super, super injury prone for him. And, you know, he's never really got the chance to, you know, get some consistent run here with the Rockies. The Rockies as a team are starting to get healthy. They got a bunch of those young prospects up there, you know, that are doing their thing. And I think with KB, you know, he's been hitting second. Um, Looks like four out of the five games he's been back. He has two hit, uh, two two hit games during that time. He's got a homer already. 
So it's good to see that power, you know, at least, you know, coming in for a KB. The homer didn't even come at, you know, cores that came in Houston. So I just think at 66% owned, if KB's out there in your league, you got to add him at this point. We all know, you know, Chris Bryant is a great hitter over his whole career. He's a career 278 hitter. He's got good plate discipline. I think in, in cores, if he can really like figure this thing out, he can hit, you know, around 280, 290 the rest of the way. But just give, you know, KB the chance at this point. And uh, Matt, why don't you grab this next guy? Because that's a that's a lot of talking over here for me. Just add Chris Bryant if he's out there in your league. I think it's crazy. He's only sixty six percent owned. No worries, man. Um, you know, you got a little sweat dripping off your head for how much talking you were talk, <laughs> uh, doing, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about Mr. Francisco Alvarez. Um, you know what? This is something that we just we keep talking about. He's about thirty five percent owned. One minute you drop him, next minute you pick him up. But here's the thing, right? At this point, for me, if you own him, he's a hold. If you drop him, you might want to scoop him back up because he's hot again. This last week, four runs, three bombs, four ribs, batting 263. Francisco Alvarez has never been a prime example of batting average. Like, this is just not his thing. You know, in the minor leagues, he hit, what, in 2022, 286, which is nice, but whatever. Uh, I'm sorry, 370. Oh, God. I'm sorry, I'm reading the wrong category. 260, 272, and he got lucky in 2019 at 319, at 312. Like, with guys that hit about 260, 270 in the minors, essentially, when they get to the bigs, especially when they're first adjusting, really struggle with, you know, putting the bat to the ball in terms of on a consistent basis, right? Francisco Alvarez could smack the, smack the laces off the ball. That's never a question. It's just a matter of how consistent he's going to be hitting the ball. So you're going to have these dip weeks like last week where he looks like an absolute caca doo and I get it, and you want to drop him. But the thing is you can't pass on it because at any given moment this kid could light it up and, you know, put you over the top because catchers aren't going to do produ- going to give you production that Francisco Alvarez is going to do. So I feel like right now he's he's only he's a only only rostered about thirty five percent of the thirty five percent of the leagues. I keep stumbling, jeez. So you know I think that he should be added in a lot more leagues because quite honestly, like catchers aren't really doing it this year. There's only a few that are even serviceable, and if you can get get a catcher that's somewhat going to just like nuke a week for you and completely win it and put you over the edge. Francisco Alvarez could be that extra step and somebody that's very valuable come down the stretch when we try to make the playoffs. You know, yeah, he might kill your batting average, but what other, seriously, what other catcher isn't killing your batting average in this league right now? You know, you can name like three, four max. Everybody else is doing the same thing this kid's doing. So just let it be. Let Elf, Elf, uh, Francisco Alvarez ride, ride that spot. And when he takes off, celebrate. And when he's not, just ignore it because it'll be bounce, it'll bounce back the next week. So add Francisco Alvarez. Let's get him up to about 60% owned. Yeah, man. I feel like a good take, but I feel like you sound him a little bit short. That last week for him was actually pretty solid for Alvarez. Uh, four runs, three homers. I know. I read that. Four RBIs. He had 263. Yeah, he's, he's doing – holding his own, doing pretty good. That was the week before. Forget- yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you know, he's still – he's looking pretty good. Last seven days, last seven days, those stats that I read off, you know, he's looking pretty good. So with Alvarez, though, he's still only 21 years old. You know, it, it takes time to get adjusted, as we you know we were talking about with some of those other young bucks at the beginning of the episode. Uh, I, I think the kid's going to be, you know, really, really all-star caliber player in two to three years. 
he's strictly a power play. He's not going to help you in batting average right now. 15 home runs on the year through 62 games. I love that number. 30 RBIs, 27 runs. You know, he's been hitting towards the lower part of that Mets lineup, which is okay because that Mets lineup is really good. You know, it's going to give him a lot of opportunities to drive in runs. So I'm not really going to say too much else. Francisco Alvarez, you know, 35% owned. If you had two-catcher league, you definitely need to add him. Uh, one catcher league, if you got one of those bottom tier guys that you're kind of waffling on, if you're still holding on to like a Kirk or a Tyler Stevenson or somebody like that, I might I might consider making that move if your team's lacking in power. But you know what? Francisco Alvarez is definitely worth a, sh- a shot in most leagues. Let's move on to one of Matt's boys here. You know, I'm, I'm just going to do a short rant. I'll pass it over to my brother, Matt. You know, we'll let him, you know, do the rant because this is one of his guys. He's a little bit more familiar with him than I am. But that's Jaron Duran. You know, after all these years of, you know, <laughs> Jaron Duran, you know, getting uh, messed around with my boss and they call him up, send him back down, not really giving him a fair shake. This is the year. This is the year that Duran really gets to run out there and, you know, do his own thing. And he's been pretty successful so far, I would say. 27 runs on the year through 220 at-bats, four homers, 29 RBI, 16 steals, 309 batting average. I mean, this is what we always wanted Duran to do. He's a very good speed guy. Very good batting average guy. Uh, the runs are good for him. The RBIs even look pretty solid too. Uh, let's see. He's been hitting leadoff. He's really been hitting leadoff. The thing is he hasn't been playing every single day there in Boston, kind of getting some days off, kind of, you know, back and forth here, 32% on for Duran. But I think Boston is really going to like, you know, say, hey, listen, Let's get this kid out there more often. You know, why mess Why mess with him still? Why keep doing that? He's 26 years old. It's kind of the point where it's like, all right, you know, is this guy really going to be an everyday big league player or is he going to, you know, just really be the, kind of like a triple-A guy? So I think Duran needs to get that ownership percentage up a lot higher. I think the steals are real. I think the runs and RBIs are honestly pretty real, and the batting average is, is great too. So that's kind of four, four out of the five major categories where Duran's really out there contributing. Let's just hope Duran can get out there and play more often than he is at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. I love Duran. Um, my, my problem with him is straight up just he's not going to have too much power. The one year he did have power in the yeah. minors at in 2021 – he had, he had, what, 16 home runs and 244 at-bats, but he was batting about 258 when he's regularly like a 300 hitter. Uh, since he's been in the bigs, you know, he hasn't really been able to showcase his batting average except for this year. So, you know, we'll see. If he starts hitting home runs, we're going to see a dip in the a dip in the batting average. But because he's not, it is what it is. But he's going to steal your bases because in 2021, the kid – I mean, 2022 – I mean, 2019, I'm sorry. Got him all over the place. 46 stolen bases. So he has a lot of speed. I love what he can do in that aspect. And here's a little pro tip, guys, for points leagues. We usually don't do a lot of points league takes, but you get a, you get points for every single thing. He has 26 doubles this season already. So if you're sleeping on Duran, you shouldn't be anymore because and I know in points leagues, at least in most of them, you're going to be able to walk away and get a couple points just for having a couple doubles each and every week. And that's what Duran's doing right now. So you 100% need to go out there and add them. Uh, you know, I got I don't got much left to say on them. So let me move on here. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to talk about Dom's voice since, you know, we'll keep the it pterodactyl. I'll keep, I'll keep it up since I am the one that named him the pterodactyl. Uh, we're going to roll with him, Mr. Scooble here. Oh, he got his first start out this week, too. And it, I mean, yeah, he got the he got the L because Detroit is absolutely caca. They didn't let him pitch enough. They didn't, he had to go five. He had to go five. But they still lost anyway somehow. But Yeah. I mean, he didn't give up a single run through four, had six Ks. 
He didn't even walk anybody. Like, you know, he looked like exactly what we were talking about. At 45% owned, you know, you need to go out there and add him. Like Dom said, we're probably not going to stop talking about this kid until he's about 60, 70, 80% owned. The pterodactyl needs to fly on that team. Now, you know, before I give it, hand it over to Dom and let him go into it, you know, we got a, we got somebody that's going to be whoo banging all the way through. We got a, a Boston, I mean, not a Boston, a Baltimore uh, pitcher and somebody we're hoping for a redemption streak tonight. And we'll find out and our takes will either look stupid or great, but we'll, we'll find out after this. All right, we're back, Dom. Go ahead. Take it away, sir. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, guys. Let me let me try not to get too excited here. I'll be honest with you guys. I'm on my second beer, and I, I don't drink a lot, so I'm I'm feeling it a little bit over here. But you know, Scoobleman Pterodactyl is back. I watched a little bit of that outing. You know, no hits, no walks, six strikeouts through four. He's still building up that pitch count a little bit. He threw 57 pitches, so we might not see him start to go deep into games until, like, you know, maybe three starts from now. But that's all right. You know what? Let him build up. He'll be an asset for you during the fantasy playoffs. He had that, you know, breakout year last year before he got hurt. If you're not familiar with Scooble, last year at 25 years old, 3-5-2 ERA, 21 starts, 117 innings, 117 Ks, a 1-1-5 whip. And we don't really get too much into the crazy stats around here, but, you know, we do talk about FIP, fielding independent pitching. It's an ERA indicator, kind of shows you where that ERA will trend towards rather than where it is. And it was a 2.96 FIP for Scooble last year compared to his 3.52 ERA. So he was pitching, um, you know, even better than his ERA showed. I just think at, you know, 26 years old, this maybe not this year's the breakout. Maybe it comes next year, but he's on his way. Tyreek Scooble's on his way. 14, I mean, 45% uh, owned on Yahoo. He's up 14% uh, this past week. So it's flying up, guys. Now that he's back, you don't even have to stash him on your IL. Um, if you guys have questions for us, like I said, so, some, you know, sign up for subtext and we'll answer. You know, if you want to say, hey, should I drop this guy for Scooble? Go to subtext. You'll get that information from us right away. But you know what? I, we've talked about Scooble so much recently. I'm just going to keep things pushing here, and I'm going to move on to our next guy. And uh, in my most Ric Flair way, let's talk about Brian. Woo! And, man, this guy's been sensational so far. Honestly, it's just that first bad start. And otherwise, Wu has been very, very good. 38% owned on Yahoo. Those numbers are starting to look good on the year. 28 innings, 39 strikeouts, 408 ERA, a 115 whip. And it's just that first start. That first start, he gave up a bunch of runs against Texas. And who's not giving up a bunch of runs against Texas right now? Everybody is. After that, you know, a lot, a lot of good starts. You know, man, he went up against, well, the Yankees. Honestly, not all these teams are that great. But, you know, he did good against the Angels. Uh, White Sox, nine strikeouts, 5.2 innings, uh, two or three runs. His last outing, you know, seven strikeouts at San Fran, gave up a couple of runs. I just think Brian Wu is a very good underrated pitcher, definitely a guy that you could add to, you know, the end of your pitching staff. You know, he'll do good there in Seattle. Uh, not really too much not to say. He actually was pretty good in the, his minor league career as well, to be honest with you. I think this guy has just been kind of underrated throughout, you know, his whole career pretty much. And then even the minors, 205 ERA, nine starts, 44 innings, 59 Ks, 088 whip for Brian Wu this year. He's 23 years old. Kid is coming into his own. Add Brian Wu, honestly, he's right under Scuba for me. They're like 1A, 1B. Yeah, no, he's going to be woo in his way all the way through. So I like this a lot. 
Great take time. I'm not going to give much on it. Uh, we're going to move on here. We're going to talk about Mr. Kyle Bradish, the radish. Um, the radish. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't my best piece of work, but whatever. <laughs> it just rhymed. Um, but, I mean, he went out tonight, still going, actually, through four innings. He's got five Ks already, no, no, no earned runs, and a sub one whip. He's been really solid over the last couple weeks, you know. Last two weeks, 13 innings pitch. He's got the win. He got a win, 14 Ks, a 208 ERA with a .92 whip. Like, he's looking great. His total year numbers are great, two through 78 innings, four wins, 74 Ks, 358 ERA, and a 1-2-1 whip. And on the month, he's got a 270 ERA. So, like, Bradish is somebody you should be adding. The pitching landscape has been horrendous. So, like, if he's available in your leagues, you probably should consider adding him. He's 50% owned. So, Bradish should be 100%, you know, I, I'm not even going to play off that terrible nickname. Just just go pick him up, Kyle Bradish. <laughs> yeah, Matt, great, great take on, on um, Bradish here. You know, I, I can't really add too much else besides I really like the kid. He's been pretty impressive this so this year so far. His bad starts have been few and far in between. He's gone up against some pretty good teams and had good results against Tampa on June 20th. Bradish went five innings, got the win, eight strikeouts, gave up a few runs, a 120 whip, which is – Totally respectable. And this guy's got to be, you know, like Matt said, closer, way closer to 100% owned than 50% owned where he is right now. He's still 26, 26 years old as, you know, like I said, for Duran, kind of that, hey, you know, all right, is this guy going to be a big league player or is he going to be, you know, a AAA kind of guy? And Bradish came out there and proved himself so far this year. So definitely add him, you know, Kyle Bradish, starting pitcher, Baltimore Orioles. Let's move on to the big name of the night. Honestly, I think there's a lot of interest in this name, and it's Alec Manoa. Alec Manoa is coming back. He's actually starting tonight against Detroit. It's before Matt and I are recording this, so we don't have any results yet on the night for Manoa. But over Manoa's uh, last big league start, he looked pretty good. He um, three hits, three walks, 10 strikeouts over five innings. He surrendered one run, and, I mean, it's looking better. But the thing is, is, like, the starts before that, there was a start where he gave up, like, 11 runs, and it was just kind of a lot of up and down for Manoa in the minors on his way back to the bigs. Um, Manoa's numbers on the year are horrendous in the bigs. It's a 6-3-6 a a ERA, 1-9-0 whip, 58 innings, 48 strikeouts. I was down on Manoa coming into the year. I had him like outside my top 20 just because he looked out of shape. He didn't look like himself in spring training. I think the guy's up to like 290. Hopefully they got some fitness stuff going on with Manoa while he was there, you know, um, training down in the minors. And um, I believe he was at their uh, spring training facility, you know, working out training before he got into that minor league um, rehab assignment. And let's just see where else he's 65% owned. He's 60. I know it's a little higher than we normally talk about, but you know what? If Manoa's out there in your league, I think he's worth that last, you know, pitching spot on your roster just to see where this thing goes. And worst case scenario, you're paying nothing for him off the waiver wire. You just cut him if the thing doesn't work out for Manoa. But worth one more chance to see where this thing goes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, like, even though he's 66% owned and usually a lot higher than what we talk about as well. But you know what? He should be at least 90% owned until we see what he gets hey, just across. See where it goes. Yeah, for the next two weeks. They this, The thing about him, I'm not going to go too long on this because Dom gave a great take. The, when they sent him down, they treated this like an injury. They didn't treat this anything other way except for they didn't throw him on the IL. They kind of embarrassed him. They said, yo, we're, we're going to send you down, and then we're going to treat this like an injury. So, you know, maybe maybe they said, you know, we're going to put down the ice cream cone and cheeseburgers, and, you know, you're going to run up and down the spring training stairs. We're going to drop about 20 pounds. We're going to see what's going on. 
you know, I haven't heard anything of the sort, but this is my assumption from the way they worked them out. They started off with, you know, flat ground throwing. Then they did mound work. Then they did simulated games. Then they ramped him up to rehab games. Two rehab games. Now he's up in the bigs after one big start. Like, you know, I'm going to say Alec Manoa might be ready to, you know, come back and be halfway decent. You know what? And if he fully returns, you got to steal off the off the waivers. Oh, yeah. So, you know, that's my little rant on why I'm supporting this. But let's move on here. Besides Alec Manoa, we got one last guy here. Seth Lugo. Um, Lugo has had a solid year. I'm not even going to lie. Uh, not a K per nine guy, but not too far off. 63 innings pitched on the year with 59 strikeouts, a 339 ERA, and a 124 whip. Solid numbers over the last month, 22 innings, 21 strikeouts, 205 ERA with a one whip. Like Lugo has been solid. Lugo pitched yesterday, which is Tuesday for us, you know, two days ago for you guys. When you're hearing this against the Angels, went out there, handled business. And then at Cincinnati, handled business, nowhere and run six innings. Washington tossed him around, but I think he's just playing up to his talent. So whatever he's playing, he's doing, he's playing low or he's playing high. Said Lugo, I think at this point, based off of the way he's playing at 33% owned, I, there's no reason you shouldn't add him based off of the pitcher landscape that I keep talking about is so putrid. So if you're in these leagues where, like we've mentioned, guys that, that tonight that are available, you probably should go consider them if you don't have better options. If guys are middling, if you're debating on dropping from, you know, um, Mackenzie Gore, you could probably go ahead and drop Mackenzie Gore after what he did today, only made it one inning. Probably because he got into trouble and they pulled him. I didn't see the game, but if I had to assume that or an injury, I dropped him today. Um, there's other guys that probably aren't performing as well that you're highly touted on or still attached to. It's time to move on. Time to manufacture wins. And Seth Lugo can help you make make you manufacture a win next week. So add Seth Lugo now. Yeah, just a quick two cents on Seth Lugo. He's probably a better pitcher than you think he is if you you know you've been around the fantasy landscape or just the baseball landscape in general. Through his eight-year career, uh, Seth Lugo, 35 wins, 28 losses, a 3-4-7 ERA, 558 innings, 567 Ks, and a 1-1-7 whip. That's very, very serviceable. So, I mean, if you missed out on Scooble, Wu, and Bradish and Manoa, hey, Seth Lugo's there. You need a pitcher, definitely worth the add, you know, and then pitching in San Diego. You know, not a, not a bad gig for Seth Lugo, um, you know, later in his career. But, guys, that is all for us today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. And a big shout-out to our everydayers and new listeners for making Locked on Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. And, guys, once again, make sure you subscribe to us on the Subtext website. A lot of cool stuff going on there, a lot of engaging conversations. And we're there for you pretty much 24-7, guys. So, you know, come on and join us on Subtext. Become a member of that exclusive everydayers Diamond Club. And, guys, I think I'm pretty sure that we're going to be throwing out another episode for you over the weekend. I can't guarantee you which day it's going to be, but make sure you look out for that one. But guys, until then, see you. Peace.